welcome back to The Mum Show with me, Marina, and my two good friends, Emma Brown and Claire Hooper. Today, we're going to be having a look at the topic of fear. Now, I don't know about you, but I have never been as frightened in my life as having children. They just take you to a new edge. Do you find yeah, that? totally. I mean, whatever you thought was scary before, spiders, mm -hmm. whatever it may be, <laughs> you have no mm -hmm. idea what fear feels like until you have a yeah. child. And I have to say that I married an adrenaline junkie. I married a man who likes extreme sports and pushing life to the edge. And you can handle that in your husband. Mm -hmm. That's fine. They're big enough. But when he becomes the father of your children... It becomes incredibly frightening. And Dominic is one of these people who likes to... He doesn't go off on, the, on his own all the time to enjoy his sports. He likes to just bring danger into the family. You know, like dads do. Yeah. And they just get, like, really excitable and energetic. Mm -hmm. And, like, literally, this summer, I have ended up scarred on my chin from just tearing down a mountain on a bike <laughs> i am not built for tearing down mountains on a bike this is not my thing okay but anyway unfortunately my kids have adopted this gene so one day it was my kids were three and one and it was you know what winters get like in yorkshire it gets pretty cold Absolutely. and dominic kept nipping outside the night before to hose the drive down i thought it was a little bit odd but i don't really get involved in that sort of thing and so i just left him to it the next morning i'm getting all the bits and pieces ready to take my daughter to playgroup and i could hear all of this squealing coming from outside i opened the front door and he had built the children their very own death trap of an ice rink. Take a look oh, at this. Goodness. Amazing. <gasps> oh, you're a proper ice skater. What you don't see at oh, this Ruben's point is that... Oh, there he goes. Oh, <laughs> and there goes Ruben. And he's down. <laughs> Can you imagine what it is like? Just face him up like that. <laughs> that is not unusual. It is just like thrill after thrill after thrill. My heart, I, you just hear me constantly going, stop, stop, stop! Just like screaming the place down as he's... Just absolutely no fear Amazing. at all. But it's not easy, though, is it? We, we are built yeah. to nurture and house and yeah. hone these children. Mm. It can be really scary when we have to throw our kids out into yeah. the world and when we are no longer the ones that are in control of their safety. So it, true. It's really hard for mums, isn't it? It scary. is really hard. And it, mm. you kind of just made me think about that... Um, Actually, I used to be really fearless up until I had children. I've just realised mm. it's until I had children. Um, I could fly to the other side of the world on my own and not, not about an eyelid. But as soon as you, I have had children, it's, I think it's almost like you have this sense of your own mortality, I guess. Yes. And that sense of responsibility as well for suddenly you're not only responsible for your own well-being you're also responsible for some precious little humans um that and that god's given these precious gifts for you to look after so it is a massive responsibility isn't it and mm. but i think as well i think us as parents need to be aware of how we feel about this because um i work with lots of different parents and some of the issues that that, that um i can see in terms of particularly where relationships um are more tricky between parents and children is where um parents can feel over protective um, and over involved mm. and almost over intrusive and they fail to see their children as separate individuals but they have a tendency to see them a little bit as extensions of themselves. Mm. And, um, and that can be hindering 
sometimes that can be kind of life limiting and, and it can damage relationships mm. as well so I think it's mm. really difficult and I think the starting point like I've said before in this show is always about taking a step back yourself as parents questioning how you feel when we have babies particularly for the first time when we, when we have children it's um, it tends to bring up things that we've perhaps buried in our past so experiences of, of what we experienced as children how our parents were with us uh, and sometimes that's not been great and actually it isn't until we have our own children that mm. some of those kind of we call them ghosts of the nursery tend to pop up uh, and it's really important that we are aware of what they are and deal with them uh, either through you know kind of talking it through being aware of it yourself or if you need be going to get some help for it as well it's difficult, isn't it? Because mm. the fears are not always the same. Like what you fear mm. for a two-year-old yeah. is very different to what you fear for your 17-year-old. Yeah. So you may mm. think you've dealt with your ghosts <laughs> of the nursery when they're one, but you might have to deal with them again when they're seven, when they're 17. And it's, it's ever-changing, isn't it? I mean, mm. what, how have you noticed that, Claire? What have you tried to put in place in yeah. your home to kind of build the foundation yeah. of faith? I am... Um, had, had a, a, like a, an epiphany moment when my boys were little. I have two boys, and they are just typical boys. Love to do everything, be anything, climb anything. And I was in a, in a playground with lots of swings, and I was doing the don't mum chorus. And I just was doing the don't do this, don't climb too high, don't do that with your brother, don't go on there. And I was like, oh, I prided myself because I was a praying parent and I believed I was doing it from a place of faith. And then I had this moment where I was like, gosh, I actually think my prayers are just worry-filled monologues. That I was just going, oh, God, please don't let this happen. Oh, my Lord, please would you do this and not stop this and make sure this doesn't happen to them. And I was like, I just had this... What am I doing? I want to build a, a foundation of faith for my mm -hmm. children. So at that point... I suppose I changed my approach and I began to say, OK, Lord, I pray that you will open doors for them. I pray that you will bring them relationships that help change them. I pray you will give me wisdom in this situation. I pray that you will give them the confidence to climb higher. I pray that you will give me the skills to parent them in the way that they need. And that slight change of that moment when I'm in the playground totally changed my mm. approach to whether I was being faith-filled or fear-filled in my approach to oh, parenting. Yeah, so it's so true. You know, I had a really similar moment as well. I remember when... I I'd gone through a difficult pregnancy with Lilia um, where actually nothing went wrong, nothing bad happened, but in the medical world they were worried it would. Yeah. And so it was kind of played, oh, take this, have this, and, yeah. and there was anxiety over nothing because nothing went wrong. Mm. It was the most simple delivery and everything that you could have imagined. And I remember speaking to my mum on the phone and she'd been very much on me as a baby. And I'm not together against that anyway because mm -hmm. I enjoyed that, but... I wouldn't just feel confident to just lay her in a cot mm. and, uh, and trust that when I came back she'd still be alive. Mm. And it was a real fear for yeah. me. And I remember speaking to my mum and saying to her on the phone, I just can't wait for two months' time when she's no longer in the risk of sudden infant death. And it didn't feel like... Um, as though I'd just become preoccupied in my head. It was like literally my body yeah. is just desperate desperate to hit this milestone and my mum was just so gentle and she said love when she passes that barrier there are so many other things <laughs> that could happen like you're not going to get yeah. that moment in her life yeah. where there is not a fear no that way. something could come and take her yeah. from 
from the side. You just can't do that. And she just totally right, redirected my focus. And she said, you know what? You've got to believe that your heavenly father is her heavenly father. Absolutely. And that if you are hit by the very worst yeah. thing that you fear, he is still your heavenly Absolutely. father and he is still her heavenly father. And it just, it was a real releasing Release, moment yeah. for me yeah. to just say, do you know yeah. what? I, that I can take this so far, but God's got the rest. Absolutely. And we can't be immune from what we fear. What we fear. We, we can't Absolutely. be immune from any of these things happening to us. Absolutely. They could, but we've got to trust yeah. that, that God is greater Absolutely. and bigger and higher and stronger Absolutely. than our, our greatest fear. I love that scripture. Look at the mountains. I made the mountains. Absolutely. <laughs> he goes so much greater than that. But it's so hard, isn't it? And, yeah, and it is. like we were saying, it's yes. just ongoing, yeah. just yeah. ongoing. I love this and it's an amazing thought to me. It's given me a lot of comfort when I have approached fearful situations, especially with my parenting, to know that God always intended to be my source and Jesus was always intended to be there for us to be our source. In John 1, it says this, that in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God. You just have to substitute that name with the, the name of Jesus. And then later on, it says he was the light in the beginning of time. And you can go back then to Genesis and see that even before... Um, even before the sun, moon and stars were created, Jesus was that light source. And I don't know if you've ever noticed, but actually the, the plants were created and a day before the sun, moon and stars. And I'm no scientist, but don't you need like, like light for photosynthesis? Absolutely. Don't you need that? And you see, Jesus was that. He was the very beginning of everything. And God always intended that we would have provision for all of our needs. So why do we fear? Mm -hmm. But I know we do, but actually what a hope that gives us to know that God has everything sorted for us from the beginning of time. So good, yeah. He's got us in his hands. Yes. <laughs> Shall we have a look at what the children are saying? Yeah. Let's take a look. I am more scared of stonefish because they can kill a man in six seconds. I have a big imagination, so I'm like things, objects turn into monsters and I'm really, really like scared of them. Fox and wolves, because they eat me. The dark and spiders and scary movies. I go to my mum or one of my friends. I like cuddle up to a blanket. I usually shout at it and retaliate. I go to mummy and daddy because, and they tuck me into bed and they pray for me. Yes. She's scared of creepy crawlies like me. I don't know anything my mummy's scared of. Mummy is scared of... Don't know. I don't know. Mm. Spiders. She might be scared of scary movies and stuff. The Bible says we can pray to God. He says that give all your worries to him. Every time you're scared, calm, calm yourself down, sit down, think of happy things. Because worries look after you. The Bible says that we, we don't need to be afraid because God is with us. 
So great, isn't it? Amazing. Oh, I love that you can spot it. the therapist's daughter. <laughs> you just sit down, talk about it. Think happy thoughts. <laughs> I've taught her well. You have taught her well. But it's funny, isn't it? Because like our fears for them just mm. feel so huge. But when you ask them what they're scared of, it's stonefish, yeah. walls, foxes. <laughs> and it makes sense. Why? Because yeah. it's going to eat me. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, yeah of course. But do you know, their fears aren't any less real mm. to them, are they? No. They, you know, we, we see ours as more possibly likely to happen. But their fears are just as real to them. What, what happens in a child's physiology and in their mind mm. when, when they are overcome by fear? I think when you've experienced witnessing your child experiencing fear or a massive anxiety, having a massive anxiety response, which we've all mm. witnessed in our children at some point or another, it's really hard to watch. Um, and just going back to our hand model of the brain, um, we've got the uh, spinal cord, brain stem here, palm of the hand, thumb in, and this is the lower part of the brain. This is where all the, uh, the fear response happens. This is where your fight and flight response happens. So when you're faced with a potentially dangerous or mm. scary situation, then um, our body releases a massive um, surge of adrenaline, which prepares our body to fight or to, to so to, to stay and deal with it or to run away. Um, now, what happens with children is that, that when they're faced with that, they they have they lose the ability. So this top bit of the brain, which is all the bit about rational thinking and um, kind of um, logical thought and reflection, when they're uh, experiencing a really frightening situation mm. at, at school or at home or wherever, they lose this ability and we can witness it and see it where they've just lost emotional control uh, and the top bit comes off, they flip their lid and they're right in the, in the midst of this absolute fear. Um, and what we need to do is recognise that as parents and first of all, meet them on an emotional level. So really give them that, sometimes just naming, wow, you look so scared, or I can mm. see you're really frightened right now, mm. or I can see that, I'm wondering whether you're feeling really anxious about what's gonna happen today. So name it for them. We say name it to tame it, because you name what the emotion is, and that just helps them, it helps them be able to kind of kind of make sense of it themselves. Oh yeah, that is why I've got butterflies in my tummy or that's why I'm feeling a bit sick. So actually it's really helpful for us to recognise when our children are feeling anxious or fearful mm. and for us to take that responsibility to name it for them. Uh, and I think sometimes us as parents, we're so fearful of making it worse, so we just pretend it's not happening. So, you know, if a child's having a big anxiety response, oh, it's fine, it's fine, you'll be all right, you'll be all right, come on, pull your socks up, let's, you know, we'll just get on with the day. When actually what we need to do is to take our time and to help our children put the lid back on, help our children make sense of what it is they're experiencing. Yeah. Because otherwise they will learn, they will grow up thinking it's not okay to have these feelings. Mm. And actually we have to teach them that it's okay mm. and they have, yeah. they have the ability through our help and support to um, guide their own thoughts yeah. and feelings about it and bring their, have, you know, gain emotional control over, yeah. over their bodies and over their minds. It's good wisdom for us mums, that as well. It's really good yeah. wisdom, yeah. I remember when I was a child, my mum had a way of gaining my focus and she'd put her hands on my, on my arms Absolutely. and she'd say, love, 
and she looked right into my eyes. And I remember so a time good. when I was really scared to walk on through this um, patch of road because I could see some chaos going up ahead. And I'd get really mm. frightened if there was unrest, if I thought people were arguing or, mm. you know, I just, I just hated any sort of tension in the streets. And I, there, was, there was like a protest going on or something. And I, I started to just like uncontrollably panic and, mm. you know, mm. run on the spot. And no, I'm not going, I'm not going. And, yeah. and I just remember my mum popping her hands, looking into my eyes and saying, I've got you. Mm. I've got you, mm, you so know, and just taking that moment. And yeah. I think it was, uh, I, I was stressed about something. It was a couple of years yeah. ago. And I remember my mum talking to me in the mm. same tone. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah. you've never stopped. You know, you've, you've implemented yeah. that. But it's, it's interesting because I think the world now, it's everything we do has become so polarised. Mm. You know, we, our lives now, but if we'd have lived 50 years ago, we'd have almost had our lives judged by maybe 50 people around us mm. or talked about by yeah. that level of people. But for children that are growing up now and for your kids who are getting much older, their lives are sort of being displayed. There's so much pressure on them mm. to achieve so much. Yeah to become so much, to look a certain way. I think as you get older, the world can actually become really scary mm. for our teenagers. Mm. What, what sort of foundations are you putting in place at the moment to make mm. sure that, you know, for your, for your boys and for your daughter as they're kind of entering into this stage, yeah. that that massive onslaught mm. that can come upon them to create yeah. a great life for themselves doesn't cripple yeah, them in yeah. fear? Um, we're in this world, but we're not of it. You know, we build a kingdom culture in our families. And that is the gift that we as believers have that, that is um, the most wonderful resource that God gives us, that we can build a, a culture that is a full of faith and a family household that believes good things for the future. That we, I'm, not, I'm not just saying that. I know, I know difficulties are going to come and we're going to face challenges. But when you face them with it in mind, knowing that what God has got coming out the other side, and I've got a scripture, can I share do, it again? Do. Let me just put this on here. It says this in Jeremiah. This is God's word on the subject. I will show up and take care of you as I promised and bring you back home. I know what I'm doing and I've planned it out. Plans to take care of you, not to abandon you. Plans to give you a future to hope for. And when you call on me and when you come to me and pray, I will listen. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that is the foundation. So powerful, for you, especially for children moving into the position of independence, independent thinking, independent living, giving that, if we parent from that place, mm -hmm. that, that although things are going to happen, mm -hmm. challenges, directions will change, plans will change, but in actual fact, God is there. And if you go to him and ask him, he will listen to you and he will respond. It's I love amazing. that. It is. And, it's, and, and like when you're in a moment of fear, sometimes that's the hardest thing to believe there. And then it's like a spiral, isn't it? Mm. And whatever yeah. it is, I think I'm more a flight kind of person. Yeah. So I find myself either freezing and not knowing what to do and not saying anything. So I think the foundation of being, of building faith and, and bringing things into your life and into your children's life that is faith, language that is faith, prayers that are faith, um, you know, a, a lifestyle that is based on, 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 on faith. I think that is what gives you a much easier springboard from when you reach those challenging times and when life doesn't quite go to plan how you thought it would and when things don't quite end up how you had Envisaged, envisaged, um, and envisioned, 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 envisioned,
yeah and when you when you get to that place i'm not going to try and say that word again and and it's the it's the it's the level of faith at which you springboard from yeah it's, I, I find it incredible because the bible actually has so much wisdom mm. on managing fear it says mm. you know don't worry about tomorrow each day's yeah. got enough trouble of its own yeah. don't be don't be anxious yeah. for anything you know with yeah. everything with prayer and thanksgiving in your heart make yeah. your request known to god and Absolutely. i think my favorite one perfect love casts out all fear and i've I used just, that so yeah. much oh it's just incredible for myself yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, no absolutely i've i've I, in, in, you know d times of absolute deep yeah. deep despair and anxiety and panic and fear uh, that that verse has just kind of held me you mm. know held me through perfect love is that isn't it perfect love is god's love you know yes. love is patient it is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not easily angered and that's where you bring yourself because all your emotions that go with mm being fearful Absolutely. you know you might be frightened and you might be anxious and they cause you to do certain things but perfect love so love okay i'm going to go back to that and give your kids the tools to know what perfect yeah. love is because yeah. that is what they're going to be able to combat their fear with and it's such a good message when you think about what your mum did to you in those times where mm. she could see and it was such a lovely example of her being able to connect her yeah. her hippocampus to your hippocampus exactly. and connect on a, such a deep emotional level she knew intuitively what mm. you needed and you needed to be physically held and that physical representation of her love for you calmed you and that's and that's what we need to believe in terms of that verse as well that god's perfect love is you know will cast out every fear that we mm. have and and just i think we can just claim that for ourselves and our absolutely. kids we need to. can't we can just i think we just need to pull that inheritance down and go mm. no absolutely. i'm living in god's perfect love he's the creator and yeah. sustainer of the universe and he's the creator and sustainer of me mm. and my children and their children absolutely. and that just that just grows and goes on i love um I had a talk from a guy, Tim Timmons, who was speaking about this and he was saying, what if it's all true? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what if the creator of the universe is rooting just mm. for you? And you hear that and you go, that's awesome. Yeah, what have we got to be afraid of when we think of it in yeah. that way? And if somehow we can pass those messages down to our children and just say to them, God's got you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. God has got you. Then, you know, I think it is possible for us to flourish and, and for our children to step out and... Yeah. Ultimately, behaviour breeds behaviour. If we are mm. parents that, face, that feel safe mm. and secure and that really feel like we've inherited God's love, yeah. I believe that that behaviour passes on. Yeah, absolutely. That, you know, that, just, that inheritance, it just drips off of us, doesn't yeah. it, and starts to, starts to clothe them in it. Yeah, absolutely. I am so interested to hear your top mm. tips. Um, oh, I, I, I've got lots of tips, um, I guess, to think about helping, particularly helping children. I'll just give you two really simple ones that as, us as parents, you know, maybe you've got a child who um, really struggles to sleep at night because of fears of the dark or, I don't know, just kind of, you know, perpetual fears or anxieties that children might have. And they're two, two one is the 7-Eleven breathing. Really, we all do it. We all talk about just take 10 deep breaths, calm down. And actually, physiologically, taking a deep breath releases more oxygen in, in the brain and it actually does make That's us so feel good. calmer. It, it actually works. So 7-Eleven breathing, dead easy to remember with your child. So a, an in-breath for seven and then an out-breath for 11 Practice. seconds. I know, I'm yeah. doing it. <laughs> so the out-breath out is always slightly longer <laughs> and it just helps, even if the breathing itself, you can just do it three, three of those times, that will be enough for a child to, to kind of go from this state into just beginning to be able to put the lids back on and feeling 
in a different space. Um, and my other tip, kind of similar one really, is called the three senses. So when you can see a child is very dysregulated in emotion or anxiety or fear, um, just get them to feel centred and feel kind of in the moment. Because um, quite often they're in their minds they're either worrying or being, feeling traumatised about something that's just happened to them or they're worrying about something that's going to happen. So getting them to be in the moment with themselves and using their physical senses. So what three things can you hear right now? Okay, I can hear the birds singing in the trees. I can hear Daddy putting the dishes on downstairs. I can hear some music. What three things can you see? Okay, I can see the, the vase of flowers. I can see my teddy in the corner. I can see the carpet. And what three things can you feel? Okay, I can feel the soft bed under, under my bottom. I can feel what my clothes feel like. Um, and, 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 and getting them to be grounded in themselves mm. can just, again, help the lid come so back on and shift them from that state of feeling mm. so out of control. Mm. So, yeah, just two, two simple, mm. hopefully simple techniques you can use. I like that. Mm. Grown-ups can use those. Totally. Absolutely. We can always do those, can't yeah, we? That's absolutely. a good one. I think for me, um, when I was in my teenage years, my biggest fear was that I would not walk into all that God had called me to, that somehow I would get separated from God's purpose over my life. And I kind of took the responsibility on myself as it's down to me to get there. It's down to me to figure out how to get to where God's called me mm. to rather than just trusting mm. that he's my father and that he's got this. Mm. And there's that great verse that says, for I know that no, sorry, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, mm -hmm. neither the past Amen. nor the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God. And I think that's just such, um, an overwhelmingly encouraging verse uh, it's something that I think that if as parents we pass that on to our kids whether we stick it on their wall whether it's mm. something that we just speak over them all the time when we speak that into fear I think all of a sudden it just makes us understand that we're not on our own in this life Absolutely. that this is not a journey that we're taking by ourselves and that God has got all of this in control and I think that for me being able to take charge of my fear as a parent but also fears that my children will be feeling it's about connecting to the father heart of God Absolutely. and saying he's my father he's my creator and he's yours let's just trust that he's got this journey in hand let's Absolutely. just trust that that this comes down to him yeah my tip's similar the trust in in God I might would want to speak to maybe uh, the parents out there that think there's been some sort of mix-up with the child that they've got and they do not know what to do and they feel incomplete and like they don't have the skills and they fear mm -hmm. and have anxieties around knowing even what to do with the child that they've been given but it is no mistake you are the perfect person for your parent for your you are the perfect parent for the person that is in your care whether they are children that have been brought into your care because mm -hmm. you're a carer whether they are your biological children it was no mix-up that God brought those Absolutely. combinations of people together and I'd encourage you to believe that and 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 use that as, as a piece of hope that but actually your hands have, and your wisdom has got what is needed for that child that is in your care and and um, you are worth celebrating and I just that I suppose it's more of an encouragement than a tip yeah. but mm. no, it's so, um, so that's what I want to say again. yeah
That's that. brilliant. Thank you once again. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, we hope you've enjoyed joining us today. If there's anything that you want to hear more information about, if you want to find out more around the topic of fear, then please do hop over to our website. We have so much more we'd like to share with you. You can visit us at promiselegacy.com. And while you're there, drop us a message because we'd love to hear your thoughts. Thank you once again and God bless. <laughs>